Reports now confirming that Robbie Ashford has entered the portal or at least plans to enter the portal. I think that's the one part that's up in the air. But the big part of this, Daryl, is it seems like Robbie Ashford will not be on Auburn's 2024 roster regarding the quarterback room. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, that's the really the, the most important note is regardless of whether it's official or not, as far as him entering in, he, he has made it known to various sources that he is going to enter the portal. And the important thing, like you said, is he will not be a part of the quarterback room that clears up or kind of clears up the picture of what the quarterback room is going to look like as far as numbers and exact, you know, who it is. Yeah, yeah. This is a special uh, bonus edition of Locked on Auburn. I'm Zach Blackerby. He's Montgomery radio legend, Daryl Daprich. And to me, Daryl, I, I think this is not a huge surprise. I do think the timing is a little, a little interesting just because of Robbie's graduation status. Of course, he already used his free transfer when he came from Oregon to Auburn. I guess that was two off seasons ago. And now until he graduates, he would have to either go down a level of competition or he would have to sit out a season unless he's able to graduate um, before uh, before he transfers. And we've heard different reports regarding, okay, he's going to graduate at the start of summer. He's going to graduate sometime during the summer, possibly at the end of summer. I know there's different things you could do as far as, you know, taking more classes and things like that. So we'll see what that potential timeline is. But as far as the Auburn perspective on this, it sounds like one with Nabias Wilborn, who was the first to report the news. It also sounds like uh, folks close to Robbie Ashford's camp is texting folks saying, hey, that he's entering the portal. So uh, I think it's safe to say that he won't be a part of Auburn's roster next year. And I'm guessing he won't be a part of Auburn's spring either. So much like last year, Auburn will have four quarterbacks, it appears, on scholarship going into spring, operating on the information that we have currently. Of course, Peyton Thorne is the presumed starter. Holden Gurner appears to be QB2. Hank Brown, QB3. And then true freshman Walker White coming in to get his first bits of college reps this offseason. So in your mind, Daryl, what's your confidence level in this quarterback room? Let me say one other thing about the Robbie situation. There is an option three, and that is if he applies for a waiver. Now, people may say the percentage of that is low, but I'm here to tell you they've been given the NCAA is so inconsistent with sure. how they're granting waivers. Some aspects they're giving them out like candy. In some aspects, they're very, very so there is that option that he could roll the dice and say, hey, you know, I'd like to get a waiver. That's still out there as well. Uh, as far as the Auburn quarterback room, right now it looks set. I mean, you Freeze wants four scholarship quarterbacks. He will have four scholarship quarterbacks when Walker White arrives. The one caveat to this, and the one thing to keep an eye on, is what about Holden Gurner? If he gets beat out in the spring or doesn't feel like he's going to win the job over Peyton Thorne, if he was to you know enter the portal, then if you're Auburn, you better go out and get a veteran rental backup in the portal because you don't want to go into the season with three scholarship quarterbacks. I'm with you, especially three scholarship quarterbacks where only one of them has like legitimate experience too. So uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So that, that'll be worth looking at moving forward. I do think Q freeze pitched to Holden. I think this is the only thing that makes sense or else he, I think he would have left that he's got a chance to play in 2024. And so 
I don't know if it's necessarily a battle for QB1, Daryl. They may call it that internally, but I think we all know that it'd be a bit of a surprise if Peyton Thorne wasn't the starter, if these were the quarterbacks rolling into the season with. But, you know, that, to me, I guess that's the biggest thing to watch. And then maybe a Hank Brown versus Walker White kind of in the tier behind that, assuming we even get to see that far into the quarterback depth chart. Yeah, I mean, Walker White, you know, a lot of everyone's very high on him. But you make an excellent point is that if Gurner, even if Gurner stays, how many snaps has he taken? So even with the four quarterbacks in the room right now, there's not only one dude has played any kind of, you know, reputable, serious snaps. Hank Brown hasn't played any. Walker White's going to be a freshman. And Holden Gurner has played very, very limited snaps. The only advantage he has is he's been at Auburn for two years through two springs and all that. But still, I mean, he hasn't taken any significant snaps in an Auburn uniform. So you've got a very raw, very inexperienced quarterback room right now, mm -hmm. even if Holden stays behind Peyton Thorne. So, I, again, I look, I, nobody pays me to be on Auburn staff or to make quarterback decisions. But if I'm Auburn, with this news that Ashford is entering the portal, I, I may be ratcheted up a little bit of going to get a transfer quarterback. Interesting. So you'd be comfortable with five scholarship quarterbacks? I would. And I'll tell you why is there's a model out there that other successful programs have done that for years now. Mm -hmm. I, but I don't know what privately Hugh Freeze might have told Holden Gurner. So if you tell Holden Gurner yeah. you have a chance to play, then you don't, you can't go out and get one. I mean, because that would be going back on your word. That would be a very, you know, that would be very dismissive, but I don't know what he said to him. So based upon me not knowing any kind of not being privy to any kind of conversations and just looking from the outside in, are you comfortable with a quarterback room that has three dudes that have never taken any significant snaps behind? They're one injury away, one injury away from having somebody play that's maybe taken 10 snaps and then two backups that haven't taken one. Yeah. That's not how you get it done in the SEC, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you. And so we'll we'll certainly see if they do that moving forward. But if if they believe that Holden isn't going to transfer, I, I think I'm more okay with it. But right. if there's any chance, if you get any inkling of he's not the dude and he wants out after spring, I think that changes the calculus a little bit. So we'll see. As far as as far as far as Robbie, I did think if he would be on the roster next year, he would still be used because his legs are so dynamic. I think he would still be used to some extent, but obviously that doesn't appear to be the case. Moving forward, do you think, let's assume he can graduate. Let's assume he figures out a way to, to graduate in the spring or maybe early summer to where he's got a chance to start and play for another school in 2024. Let's, let, let's, let's operate under that assumption because I don't think he would have done it if that wasn't in the cards for him, but we'll see. What what kind of school, what level of school would want Robbie Ashford in your mind? I think there's some power fives out there that would still want him, but it's all about system. I mean, there are some yeah. schools that are power fives that if they run a true read option and it's just pull and read and run and, and really a run heavy with the quarterback, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you're not a if you're not an offense that worries about throwing it 30 times a game. And you, and you put emphasis on the quarterback's legs and the read option, and you have a dynamic backfield running backs, yes, absolutely could. Um, not to say that limits his skill sets, because I've seen him throw it nice downfield sometimes, made some real pretty throws. 
But I think there's a fit. I, I definitely think there is a fit out there for Robbie Ashford at the Power Five level. Now, if he wants to be somebody that has his kind of pick of schools and wants to be in an offense that throws it a lot more, then maybe you do have to look at a group of five. But I'm not really willing to say that because I think there's still a skill set there that will play in the yeah. right system with the right head coach uh, with the right offense, mm -hmm. right scheme. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, this bonus coverage brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn is the best place to find qualified candidates for your job posting uh, for free. Head over to LinkedIn.com slash College to learn more and to post that job for free. They've even added new features that help you write the job postings to make your uh, your search even easier and quicker. Daryl, you've used them multiple times. You can vouch for LinkedIn Jobs. Uh, I found jobs via LinkedIn. So strongly, strongly recommend LinkedIn.com slash College to post your job for free. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As far as this, just to kind of recap and put a bow on this, to me, the biggest surprise isn't that Robbie is leaving and isn't expected to be on the team in 2024. It is the timing of it. I thought he would go through spring, graduate, and then uh, would, would possibly leave after that. that. That was my assumption, and it doesn't seem like that's the case. And, of course, when you're in the portal, it doesn't mean you're necessarily leaving because if he's going to graduate in the spring, assuming that's the best case scenario, like I still don't fully understand why you would enter the portal. Like, why wouldn't you go through spring somewhere? So I really am fascinated to see what he's going to do. Well, there's two previous examples of Auburn's quarterbacks doing this. TJ Finley waited, went through the spring, and then I felt like he, all along he knew it was going to be a group of five scenario. So it really didn't hurt him to wait till the spring. So then he jumps and goes to Texas State. Joey Gatewood leaves and gets into the portal in the middle of the season, Bo Nix's freshman year, and doesn't commit to a school until when the season's over. So you've, and, but of course, when Gatewood did it, I don't think the the transfer portal rules were as lenient as they are now. Sure, good point. I don't know. I mean, he must either feel like he's really confident that he's going to be able to go to another Power Five school and perhaps get a waiver or feel really confident that he's going to be able to graduate uh, before the spring or the whole go to a group of five. If he feels like he's got, you know, he's comfortable going like to Texas state or somewhere like that, where TJ Finley went a group of five school, then he doesn't have to worry about the timing. He just wants to go ahead and get in there right now. Well, it's not a group of five. He would have to go FCS. I mean, FCS. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Texas State being a group of five would have still, you still have to sit out a year. Right. TJ Finley waited until he graduated. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think Robbie is his skill set is an F. I mean, I think it's above an FCS level, obviously. So he must, he must know or feel confident that either a waiver is going to could come or he's going to graduate, or else the timing right. doesn't make sense. And there's a human element to this, right? There could be just a chance he wanted to leave so bad for his state of mind. Maybe he was that yeah. unhappy or didn't want to be there. There's a human element to this, too. So maybe 
the importance of him getting out of whatever situation he was in, maybe that's more important than him going through spring and, and missing. And out that's where the Joey Gatewood comp comes in. Cause that's what Joey Gatewood did. He okay. just wanted to get out of the situation, get out of the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl, thanks for joining me and on quick notice to You're react welcome. to this news. I'm sure people will appreciate it. How can people check out everything you've got going on? Follow me on uh, X, the quickest way, DAP 6410. Yep. And follow me on socials at Z Blackerby. Read all of our written work. We'll have a lot of stuff about this uh, today up at AuburnDaily.com. Click that subscribe button. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.